Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome back to Straight Up with Stassi. So this is Pop Culture Hour, not to be confused with Happy Hour. Although pop culture does make us all happy and so does wine. So do what you want. Your cars, bitches. Now... I'm going to open every time, every one of these episodes with Dracarys bitches. Maybe not my interviews, but definitely these episodes. Um, sometimes I'll say it a little different, like Dracarys bitches, Dracarys, <laughs> you know, because House of the Dragon really just has me inspired to like come up with new ways to say Dracarys. Okay, you guys, I have been looking forward to this episode and this monthly or this monthly episode more than anything else in terms of bringing Straight Up with Stassi back. Like when I was thinking about, okay, I get to revamp. I get to do whatever I want. Like, what do I want this show to look like? And obviously, like, it's really fun to talk to different guests about different topics and things like that and learn about other people. But like, there is nothing more cozy and just fun and chill than gossiping with your best friend. Like there's nothing more fun than that. And if we're doing this because we enjoy doing it, well, then I have to have a monthly episode with my best friend, Taylor Strecker, to just talk all things pop culture, all the things that when we get together, it's what we want to talk about. Yes. So, ladies and fucking gentlemen, Khaleesi's and Jon Snow's, <laughs> welcome to Pop Culture Hour with Taylor fucking Strecker. Hey, girl. Hey! I'm so fucking excited. Like, such an honor. There aren't even words, truly. And I mean that from the bottom of my butthole. Yeah, no, I totally believe you because I feel the same way. I woke up this morning with a full-blown pep in my fucking step, not just because Hocus Pocus comes out tonight, which like I've had, I've, I've had on like Bo and I scared, shared schedule yes. and Bo's like last week was like, why does it say Hocus Pocus for Friday night? And I was like, cause it's premiering on Disney plus. Hello. Cause that's how we're going to spend our evening being romantic, watching Hocus Pocus. Okay. And that's not the only reason I woke up with a pep in in my stuff. It is because you and I just get to talk about whatever the fuck we want. And it's just like hanging. It's just a hang sesh. Truly. I know that you obviously have been waiting for the return of Straight Up Astasi. 
the most out of anybody in the world. Actually, maybe not. Maybe you're tied with your Khaleesi's, actually. Are we still calling them Khaleesi's? I thought about it, and I think, yes. Like, you can't, especially because of House of the Dragon, and I just saw, I saw some polls where my listeners were like, should we keep on the Facebook group? Shout out to that Facebook group. I yes. love it. Um, uh, everyone is so fucking kind and oh, nice there. Oh, that must be nice. Yeah, no, I have like a really good, like my, my listeners are like good people. Yeah, we know your listeners are the nicest. I know, but like I have to brag about them. Like, I'm sorry. Let's step up our pussies. Okay. Show me your fucking pussy. And like, it's a competition, bitches. You be the nicest motherfuckers on the goddamn planet. You need to facilitate like um, an environment of like yeah. peace, acceptance, tranquility, oh. love. <laughs> okay. Here's the thing. Manners. I will say this. In my defense, well, first off, in my defense, my listeners have been fucking with me for like, we're going on 15 years. So the majority, we call them the silent majority, are fucking the tits. They're everything. Yeah. And a lot of the OGs are too. But there's some OGs that they feel the way about me that you and I feel about Carrie Bradshaw. Okay. That's they awful. <laughs> horrible. That's, I, that's the worst. Terrible. Yeah. They've known me for so long that now I'm starting to be like a family member. I'm grading. I'm annoying them. And they are quite vocal. Yeah. And it just, it is what it is. But the thing with me is I can't stand Carrie. It's even made me feel a certain way about SJP. And we're going to mm-hmm. get no, to that. We're going gonna to get into all of that. But I will say that as much shit as I talk, I fucking love watching it. I, I love watching Sex and City. And I can't help but adore Carrie for the totally. good things. And I also, even when I'm mad at SJP, I'd still fucking die to meet her. So You're that's how I consolidate so in my yeah. heart. Um, but also, I will say that it has occurred to me that maybe um, P.L. Taylor, pre-lesbian Taylor. Oh, it was like, okay, what is that? Okay, yeah. Was maybe Kind of like little... BC Stassi before canceled Stassi. Exactly. Was <laughs> right. a little bit of a snotty, judgy bitch. So right. I cultivated an energy that now I have to decultivate. But right. so that's partially on me too. And I recognize it. Oh my gosh. Wait, this is so interesting. Wasn't even intending on talking about this, but I had this conversation with Jackie Schimmel a bit uh, just about how... I think it was with Jackie Schimmel about how like I was and you know this that I've been kind of apprehensive to like to come back because I'm like are like the OG listeners I'm not the same I'm I'm not the same I'm not like once you've been humbled in in such a way once you've whether that's like something bad you going through something tough or becoming a parent or realizing that you are a lesbian once there is some major like monumental moment in your life like you're never really the same and I've just been like worried I'm like I'm not that like same truly bitchy like again, still love to judge, still love to gossip, which is why we're still why we're going to do this monthly podcast episode. Exactly. But it's just a little different, and I've been insecure that people are going to be like, mm, "She's boring now. She's too nice." Well, I'm like, "Well, I am, but I am nice. I'm nice. I'm I mean, nice. we've been friends for a decade, and if you were a raging biznage, we would not be because I'm a sensitive Sally, as you yeah, and I you have are. discussed. Yeah, you are so sensitive. <laughs> yeah. So that alone is a testament to you being nice is that we've been friends for so long. But you have gotten nicer. 
And that is because of B-L-N-A-L. Exactly. Before lesbian, after lesbian. (laughs) You had a major moment in your life. You went through a divorce. You went through everything with your career. Like your career was shook up. Then you realized, holy fuck, I'm in love with this woman. This is new. And like there's everyone should be humbled at some point in their lives to a, to a varying degree. Like yeah. not everyone needs to be like totally like, you know, hitting rock bottom in, in some way, but like, right. It's, it does wonders for the soul. It I really agree. does. Couldn't have said it better myself. And I will say this too. I know we addressed this on taste of Taylor. I don't know, maybe like a month, two months ago, but I was like saying how I can tend to be very, like I used to really lead with negativity and you yeah. were a friend that helped me see that I did that. And I feel like you said, is it because you did radio for so long? And that's kind of like the meat is like the drama and the controversy. And I was yeah. like a million percent. Yeah. So I had a lot of, I know that you talked about this. Uh, I think it was in your like solo opening podcast, but it was about imposter syndrome. Yeah. And see, I listen to your podcast and Thank I don't listen you. to like any podcast. Well, I know that that's going to be like the only one that you listen to. So, but it's fine. Like yes. I don't... It, Especially my episodes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> I you, make you love everything yourself. about <laughs> you. You know what's wild? Love yourself. I totally hate myself, but like I am working on self-love. But I'm like, I'm like a self-loathing narcissist. Yeah. I mean, aren't most of them? I think so. I think so. Yeah. I've never really met a narcissist that's just like blissfully happy and like <laughs> without any insecurities you know, yeah, that's what like that's or, what feeds the narcissism is. The yeah, it is self hatred. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Like when people are mean to me, I'm like, ha, child's play. You should have heard what I said to myself in the mirror this morning. <laughs> like you can fucking touch it, you know? Yes, but also, I get that. Please don't because <laughs> please don't because <laughs> I've been so mean earlier. I can't handle anymore <laughs> criticism. Um, but yeah, I am so excited to be here and so honored. And when you asked me to like be a part of the podcast in this capacity, I was like, and I know you've said that I do so much like weekly, daily podcasting you hours. You work so hard. You need to learn to work smarter, not harder. Uh, amen. That's like the crux of like this next year in 2023. It's like, I have to learn how to get way more efficient and streamlined. Yeah. But this, this is like, this is a treat. This is a dream. This is an honor. I'm so happy to be here. Seriously. Thank you. Thank oh, you. This feels so good. It feels like we should have cocktails, but it's only noon my time. So it's three my time and it's a Friday. So I absolutely good. Uh, whatever. But I won't. Like, I want, yeah. Because I want to be sharp. I want to be wicked sharp. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I just want to be sharp for Hocus Pocus <laughs> later <Same>. on. <laughs> and I guess my child too. Oh yeah, that too. Anyway, yeah. Okay, so you guys, every month we're going to do this and it will be a little more current and yes. uh, what and we're about to do. Time, yeah, then what we're about to do, um, a little more like time sensitive, you know, like we're going to make sure to do, we're not going to pre-record these podcasts too much ahead of time because we want what's going on, what we're watching, what we're reading. We want that to just be like, the the whole point of this podcast. We want to be in yes. on it in the moment. But because this is the first one we're doing, I'm like, I don't feel like we should talk about, you know, any, we, we don't need to get into like what's happened in the last week. We need to catch people up on the last two years and the things yes. that like you and I were obsessed with together and the things that we would talk about 
when we saw each other or FaceTimed each other yes. that we would normally have spoken about when we did each other's podcast that we didn't get to do. Like, because I've been doing Patreon for so long and like I've been on your podcast a few times, yes. I forget that like my listeners haven't really heard from me because I feel like I've still been doing it. And that but, makes like, sense. But like the pop culture side of you, like I remember like reaching out to you being like, come on the podcast and let's talk about this. And you're like, A, I'm not doing podcasts right now outside yeah. of Patreon. And like B, I just like, I think you were a little bit gun shy because it was like, well, when I talk about pop culture, I criticize and I feel like criticizing is not something I should be doing right now. Yeah. Is that fair? 100%. So... Yeah. I, it definitely, I mean, it's been two years of me just waiting with bated breath to get to like to, rip shit to shreds. Yes. Although like, I don't even know if I'm good at ripping shit to shreds anymore, but I'm going to do my best. Okay. Again, I believe in you. Again, everything good in life takes practice. When you have a craft, yes, it, it, you're just, it, it, it takes practice. You have to, it, it takes working on that craft putting in the time. So as the months goes on, go on, as the episodes go on, it's only going to get more and more fun, which is unbelievable because it's already so much fun right now with you. Okay. (laughs) So let's just go into the first thing that like Taylor and I even still talk about, which we already touched on um, earlier because we just can't help ourselves. All roads lead back to... Carrie Bradshaw, just yes. like always, whenever we're talking to each other. Um, and just like that came out. Sex in the City 2, whatever. We have lots of thoughts on it, but also like our main thoughts are kind of about like the beef between SJP and Kim yes. Cattrall. Yes. And the fact that Hocus Pocus is coming out tonight and they just had the premiere. Yes. And what's her name again? The um, Kathy Jimmy. Kathy Jimmy. Yes. Lo knows her, right? Her daughter. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, the fact that I saw like months ago that Kathy tweeted out or said yes. something in an interview like in support of Kim Cattrall. Yes. D- amongst during this feud. And then like, you know, Twitter was going crazy or like social media was going crazy being like, oh my gosh, like that's going to really suck for like when they have to do press for Hocus Pocus. And I'm like, yes. oh, totally. But then just the other day they were doing press and she said, you can be friends with two people separately, basically. I should have gotten the quote. So that it was like, something to the effect of because I, I don't know. Just what read this the other day, but it was something to the effect of like, let me get the quote. Yeah, you want to? I actually, honestly, I might even have it in my show notes from the Taylor Strecker show. By the way, it's on Patreon. Patreon.com slash the Taylor Strecker show. <laughs> Shameless plug. Yes, you got it. Um, or did I delete it? Cause I was like, done and done. Ugh. I'm usually so bad at cleaning up my notes. And of course, the one time that I want to re- go back to them. This is actually kind of interesting. Oh, because like this, this because we can talk about how we feel about this as friends. Okay, this is a oh, quote. Oh, yeah. Sorry that this took so long. Um, I think it was pretty quick, She says, actually. Kathy says, you know, we all can have separate friends, she yes. told people exclusively. Yes. And you can love two people the same that are on, you know, different parts of the universe. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I mean, I wouldn't really word it like that. Different parts of the universe. Uh, two people that hate each other and are talking like shit about each other. Literally. Be- and then still quotes, being friends with one person doesn't mean you're not friends with the other person, she added. Right. Okay. So. 
Yes. While I agree with this, I don't. <laughs> like, while I agree with this, I don't. Because I know. Because if someone is hurting, yes, someone that you love, I would like, I would want to defend that person who's hurting. Yes. But like, so like if someone was hurting you and I was friends with that person, I'd be like, no, like so, Dunzo. Like, I talked about this on the Taylor Strucker show, also a little bit on Taste of Taylor. Um, I had this uh, co-host of mine on, Dr. Wider, and we talked about this therapy that I went through called EMDR because I could not get over this one person for my life. And we call her Tomato. You know why? who I'm talking about, right? Um, I... Can you make a stab in the dark? I mean, there's like a few people though in, in your life. Okay, well, the main one I think. Okay, so I can't. I think, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm imagining, I'm narrowing it down. And, and so I think I know exactly who you're talking about. Okay. Yes. And if you found yourself crossing paths with this person socially, even business, business is a little bit more difficult because like business is business. Mm -hmm. um, but let's just say personal for argument's sake. Oh no, we have to say personal and business because that's where Kathy and Jimmy is. Yeah. Um, but like, if you were like, hey, I have to go to like a very intimate dinner with this person and it's like business, but also social. I would have a really fucking hard time with it. And I might be like, fine, you can go and you can be cordial. But like, if she ever reaches out to like do something one-on-one -on -one or like wants to be friends, like you have to just like completely blow her off or shut her down. Like, you cannot interact with her. I've had other people in my life that like kind of were like interacting with her. And I was mm -hmm. like, not to be like this, but to be like this. But to be like this. You hang yeah. out with her, you're fired off the show. Yeah. No, I, I, can, <laughs> no, I can't I, handle it. It feels too unsafe. But yes. And there's, there's something to be said for just having loyalty and support with yeah. the people that are closest to you. Yes. And like, how much do you value the people that are closest to you? Yes. And so like, I guess it also then depends on what type of friendship person you are. Like, are you someone that has, that likes, you know, the company of a lot of different friends and having acquaintances and, and different sorts of relationships with other people? Or are you someone who likes to keep your circle really small and yeah. and tight and you know it take it takes a while to get into that to to gain the trust to get into that circle like it depends on the type of person you are i happen to be the um the less is more friends inner circle like it takes a while to for me to truly open up and trust somebody yeah. else <laughs> I, like so why like, are you laughing why are you laughing because I was saying to you before we started recording that I'm coming out with Tay for your Halloween party and yeah. some of my friends slash colleagues, like this is the thing too, like I have like my like closest, tightest friends, but I do feel like I have like a lot of acquaintances and a lot of friends and like work and like there's a lot of overlapping. So a couple of my work colleagues, some of them live in LA, some of them happen to be in LA when I'm coming out for your party. So I was just doing the Taylor Strecker show. I'll fucking shout out to you, Joey Skladani. But Joey was like, oh my God, I'm going to be in LA. And I was like, and he's like, why are you going to be there? I was like, because it's Stassi's Halloween party. And he was like, thanks for the invite. Now, backstory. Joey did invite me to, his cousin is married to Chris Kirkpatrick from NSYNC. His cousin is married to Chris Kirkpatrick from yes. NSYNC. Okay. Yes. So he, we were, I'm like, Joe, we both live in New York, yet the only time we hang out is when we're like on work trips that right. we happen to overlap on. So he graciously invited me and Tay to this party. It was a big party at like a club and like there was like 50, 60 
people there, I'd say. Right. And so he was like, and he knows TD is a boy band freak, freak. So he was like, you guys should come. Great. I actually remember this. I remember you going out to Vegas and you were like, oh, yeah, that somebody invited us. And I didn't I'd never heard this person's name for. So I was like, random. You just made friends. Like, what is that like? Yeah. Yeah. So he was like, wonderful things about him. So wonderful. Yeah. 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 Until (laughs) now. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) But the thing is, Joey was like and he was obviously joking, but he was like, um, oh, so you can invite me to Stassi's Halloween party. And I was like, it's not like that. And he was like, what do you mean? And I was like, and he was like, what do you mean? Some people are inclusive about him and other people, me, are exclusive. And I was like, listen, there's two types of people in this world. Those who are like the more the merrier. And then those who are like, not. And I said, Stassi <laughs> is the latter. I said, she's more like the vibe that um, I don't need any new friends. <laughs> Correct. I threw you under the bus, but it's the truth. That's, no, it is the truth. This, yeah, this is the thing. I, it takes a while for me to trust people. Like yes. it, it does. And I am also a little socially awkward. Like I'm not the type of, I'm not the bell of the ball. Like that's never been me. Like, so to be around a lot of people, I don't know, it's overwhelming. And right. I like is I like parties and situations that are intimate where I can spend a good amount of time with the special, the people that are special to me that are there. And I think maybe, um, there's this like misconception that like the Halloween party I throw is like some yeah. like, like Kardashian style affair. <laughs> it's literally at my house. Yeah. Like I make the food and the decorations <laughs> like Bo goes to Costco to get like the alcohol. We don't have like a bartender there set up like it's yeah. there are kids there. It's like very chill. It's it's like my wedding. It's like the, yes. the people that are like that went to my wedding. It's like all the people that are closest to me. Yes. My mom will be there. You know what I mean? Yes. yes. It's so, not like something. It's not like a place to see and be seen. This isn't Craig's. Like, Stassi doesn't want to meet people at her parties. Oh, yeah. I don't know. That's true. If yeah. I'm going to meet someone, it needs to be like you organize a dinner where yes. I can go and clock out if I can. Yes. I can tap out if I, I need to. Like, let's, let's be clear. I do like meeting new people. Yes. In smaller situations. Not at my house where I have to feel like I have to entertain and make sure everyone is like having a grand old time. Like, no. Right. Well, and I also said to another person who was mad that I didn't extend an invite to them. My my Halloween party is a hot ticket. Wow. That's the rule. I mean, this party, maybe you should start making it like a Heidi Klum vibe. Seriously. Oh my God. Do I need to get like a valet up here, (laughs) up here in the, up here in Beachwood Canyon? Do I I need to make this this person? I was like, wait, if you want to meet Stassi, then I will tell you what to do. You have an event. You invite me. Give me a plus one. I'll bring Stassi. She might come. Because that's part real. (laughs) That's true. And then that's a nice organic way for you guys to meet. Yeah. But... Um, but I, but then I'm the one, I'm like the middleman. So I'm sitting here like everyone's mad at me. And I'm yeah. like, listen, being a good friend is also knowing your friends and knowing their boundaries and knowing their comfort. Like, I just feel like it's, you know, social climbing is a delicate dance, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and I have the friends I have because I fucking get how to, it's like, I just feel like you just got to know your people and you have to like yeah. advocate for yourself and for them. So... That's where we are. But yes, so this idea of being like two types of people, you're either like have acquaintances or you only have a small circle. I feel like I definitely 
And one's not better than the other. Let me just say, like one is, in fact, I would much prefer to be the other way. I can't control who I am. I wish I was somebody that was just like, yes, the more the merry. You know, I have so many friends that are like that. And I'm like, you are such a good vibe to be around. Like, I love people like that. I just am not. I am more the merrier vibes, but I have to also say that when I'm a host, I am stressed the fuck out. Will this one like that one? Is that one being like rude or giving enough time to this person? Is that person annoying this person? That's what's going on in my head. Yeah. Hence our 25 person wedding. Like it was my dream because I didn't have to worry because I just knew everybody there either knew each other or was going to mesh well or was like super chill. And that's always, I mean, hostess anxiety. Like it is actually like, I'm going to be turning to 40 this year for my birthday. (laughs) And everyone's like, have a major party. And I'm like, Honestly, that sounds like hell. No, take a trip with that's Teddy. What, that's for take me. I just want to go like rather than spend a ridiculous amount of money on one night, I'd rather spend a ridiculous amount of money on like a long weekend with Tay. You sh- or you could like plan a trip where some of your friends meet you there. Like it's your fortieth birthday. That's something that me and Bo would drop the bebe off at Ma- uh, Grandma's house. I know, but then I feel like then I'm back at square one. This is oh, the problem too. Will I mesh with other friends? And will your your friends be like, oh, why didn't you invite me? Oh, and yeah. And then the just people I don't invite are all fucking mad at me. <laughs> yeah, just go with Teddy. I, I, yeah. <laughs> or you can choose not to give a fuck, which is like kind of where can't do it. That's where I'm at. Like when I, I like hear that. that when people are like, I didn't get invited to your wedding, or like I'm I didn't get an invite to your Halloween party or whatever. That I'm like, literally don't give a fuck. Like what <laughs> do we ever talk? that much like or like why do you think that you're entitled to this situation like I don't assume that I'm invited to everything that people are throwing and doing like so why would you assume that you're invited like I don't get it like I I truly uh, also it's like really fun to not be invited to things like the gloriousness of just like relaxing in your sanctuary like in your home is like it's so underrated like it really it really is but also now I realize that because I said Joey's name now you have to meet Joey and you're gonna love him no I would love to meet I and I would love to meet Joey and you guys had wonderful things to say about him and I really want to meet him just like not not when I'm like throwing a party with my closest friends exactly okay and just like just PSA just an, an announcement my Halloween party is very chill you guys it's not something that like you're like oh my god I need to score an invite to this party. That's like really not the vibe. Also, Trust me, you're not missing out on something major. Exactly. Also, Joey wrote a book. It's called Basic Bitch and everybody should go buy it. <laughs> Wait, seriously? Yeah, it's a cookbook. Oh my God. I, I love know. that. See, I know. And he's like, I need to be saucy. We have such similar vibes. You'll wow. meet, you'll love. I love I know. that. I am so intrigued. I know. Okay. okay. We'll set it up. So anyway, you'll, you'll set love it up. you, Joey. Just had to tell the story as an example. Yes. So... <laughs> Back to yeah, Sarah Kathy Jessica Parker. Yeah. And Kathy saying that. I wonder, okay, if Kim and and Sarah Jessica Parker are just like hurting each other so much that like, or like if she's actually on the side of Kim Cattrall, because a tweet and like a tweet is way more yes. um of a of a of a statement then yes. oh you you're just being asked on the red carpet by people magazine. Okay, so here's the deal. So I I did a deep dive. I've been deeply obsessed with the Kim Cattrall SJP feud for a while, like even like I mean years ago when like she wouldn't sign on for the third 
movie and everyone kind of blamed her. There was This has been, I feel like it's old news, but it's like because of Hocus Pocus 2 premiere, it's yeah. new news again. I feel like it's never not going to be news. Like someone's going to do a project to where, and yes. uh, just like that is going to be, and just like that's going to come out again. Yes. And we're all going to be like, but where is Samantha? Why are you guys just showing her text? We want to well, see Samantha. And the thing too is, I feel like the way that Kim Cattrall's handling it, like we know where she stands. We know how she feels. Thank you very much to Instagram. When her brother passed away, SJP like wrote her condolences and Kim wrote under her comment, like how fucking dare you use my tragedy to push your nice girl agenda. I like that like yeah. statement is like tattooed in my brain forever because it was just so poignant and yeah. I fucking loved it. So I think that if SJP would be like, listen, yeah, we don't get along. I think it would kind of end up, but the reason it won't die is because SJP's like, fighting? Who's fighting? My racket's down. I don't even know what she's talking about. So I feel like Sarah recently, she's come out and said a few things. Okay, she has so, and sh- so, about her feelings being hurt or something or being disrespected on, what was okay. it? I got it for you. I, I have the quote in front of me. Thank okay, you for doing it. all the work. Honestly, See, you are. The, it, you work the hardest. I work the <laughs> smartest. <laughs> when it comes to SJP and Kim Control's feud, I know everything. <laughs> I have my fucking tinfoil hat firmly atop my head. Okay. So the Kathy to Jimmy tweet, right? That she yeah. tweeted. It was back in June. And the reason she tweeted it and what she tweeted was very interesting. And I want to like break that down as well. Great. But. Let's go, like, let, let's start at the very beginning. So the reason Kathy tweeted that tweet, which then made her get asked the questions in the most recent red carpet for Hocus Pocus 2, was yeah. because SJP, she's been skirting this, skirt, skirting this forever. But then in June of last year, mm-hmm. she went on a podcast that Variety has, a Variety podcast, like the magazine. Yeah. And she was asked about the feud and she made some very... Interesting statements to which I'm going to read to you right now. Right. And I think that it seems like after SJP did this interview, Kathy was compelled to make a public declaration of like, Kim, you're... And she even used the word authentic, which I think is very key here. Like she was like, Kim Cattrall, on this day, you mean the... I'm paraphrasing. On this day, you mean the world to me. You are the most like authentic person in the business, if not the world. So the business is interesting too, right? Because it's like, right, right. You're doing the movie with SJP. Interesting. And then she was like, dinner soon, I love you kind of thing. Yeah. So what SJP said in this um, interview was interesting. So she gets asked about this um, situation with Kim Cattrall, a situation. And she says, it's very hard to talk about the situation with Kim. That's what Mm -hmm. SJP says. She says, it's so painful for people to keep talking about this, air quotes, cat fight. A fight? A fight? A fight? I've never uttered fighting words in my life about anybody that I've ever worked with ever. Now, we should not speak in absolutes, Yeah, SJP. I know. I was just about to say that. Like, that always comes back to, to bite, bite you yeah. in the ass. That you can't do that. Yeah, yeah. She goes on to say, this is not a fight going on. There has been no public dispute or spat or conversation or allegations made by me or anybody on my behalf. I wouldn't do it. That's not, that is not the way I would have it. Now, what she's overlooking is Kim fighting her on Kim's Instagram publicly. So she's like living in the land of protons. And it's like, SJP, we know Kim Cattrall hates your ass. And the truth is, they probably both 
girl on girl crime, both directions. Yeah, no, I feel like both of them are equally, equally guilty in this situation. And this is like not one of those situations, again, for me to just like reiterate, because I want to every time we talk about girl against girl thing, you don't have to dislike the other one because you like this one. Like you can like both of them. You can support both of them. I do. Like this isn't like pick your team. It's not that. Yes. But I will say with Kim, like for me, Kim fares better just because I lock, I I like authentic people. And so I feel like even if Kim's being nasty, which she has been, she is being authentic and honest. Yeah. Whereas she hasn't admitted to being nasty. Don't we feel though like that Instagram exchange was uh, confirmation enough? I mean, yeah, kind of like the way that I think about this, if I like imagine myself like with people who like I have like feuded with or or feuding with like the way that it looks from the outside, I feel like I'm the Kim Cattrall in this situation where you're like enough. Do you know what I like? I like enough of this, but I'm like, and I haven't wanted to say something, but at this point, like I'm going to fucking write it. Now I'm so angry. And then it just like ends up making me look bad because I'm being so aggressive about it. Do you know what I mean? Well, like, do you know how many times I've wanted to write yes. that under a comment? Yes. Where I'm like, yes. don't you fucking comment something nice right now. Like, you're not that. <laughs> well, no. Yeah, we're not like that. And this is a real yes. tragedy for me. So what is this, like, public display? Like, if you really give a shit, text me privately. Otherwise, get the fuck out of here with your propaganda and your yeah. PR stunt. Yeah. So I feel like, though, there's two kinds of mean girls in the world. There's mm-hmm. girls who are just mean just honest. How about this? Fuck that. There's two kinds of girls in this world. Okay. The girls who, when they're mean are like, yeah, I'm being mean. So what? And then there's the nice mean girl who's like, I have scary. never fought with anybody. No, see, scary. All they're my scary. friends love me. That's what Tomato used to say to me when we'd fight. I, we'd be fighting about something I, tangible Now I know real. exactly who you are talking about. Okay. Tangible yes. and real. And then she, I literally would be like, when you didn't invite me to this lunch with my, all my friends that you only met through me, like, what games are you playing? And her response wasn't, well, I did it because of this. It was, Taylor, all my friends love me. And I would say, well, all my friends don't love me at all times because that's because I'm real. Like, yeah. like, and this idea of like, all my friends love me. I'm a pillar of the community. Like, get out of here Look how with many that friends crap. I have. Look how exactly. many people are surrounding me. And it was like, girl, I was at your rehearsal dinner and your friends don't like you. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> I watched them give speeches. Were we in the same room? I mean... <laughs> But see, that's the thing. So SJP triggers me because it's like, like, this is the thing too. this idea that like women have to always be so nice. Like we're humans. Anger is a very natural human emotion. It's okay to not get along with people. What's not okay is to pretend like there's not an issue when there's a fucking issue. Totally. I agree. I know. All right. So see, I relate to Kim Cattrall. Like, but the thing is, is just because. I still die for SJP. I do. And even though we despise Carrie. I still love Carrie and I still love SJP. Even though SJP gives me vibes of being like mm, kind of shady, I still would maybe take a bullet for her. Do you know what I mean? Like the bullet I would take for I SJP. Still, I still would. I it's like I never want her to go anywhere. Like I, I never want the show to go anywhere. Just because the show was kind of trash doesn't mean I'm not obsessed with it. Well, that's the right. So that and just like that of it all, like I feel like, yeah. I was angry and disappointed and felt like, wait, this show was escapism and fun. And now it's like, 
yeah. over the top and it feels so performative and yeah. inauthentic. Inauthentic. But yeah. I'll never stop watching I'll it. I'll never stop watching it. I don't care <laughs> what they serve me. They can serve me literally nothing. nothing. I'll still gobble it up. Like, yes. I'm just so thankful they're back. Like, that's that's it. But are you a little worried that Hocus Pocus 2 is going to like feel like and just like that? That's my that's a little bit my fear right now going into I'm, watching it tonight. Oh, I'm not even expecting it to come anywhere close to the original Hocus Pocus. Right. I'm not going in with those expectations. I am no idiot. Okay. Yeah. We nothing learned from and just like that. We Literally. learned our lesson. Nothing can compare to the magic that was Hocus Pocus. But like this is just like to me going to be like a little taste of of a little bit of like nostalgia. Yes. I'm not going to expect it to be like the next big thing right. I watch every year for Halloween. Like, no. I mean, you know? a girl can dream, but yes. Yeah, we can. Yeah, 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 yeah. We also, manage. just going back to Sarah Jessica Parker, did Please. you watch the documentary? The, and just like that documentary? No. Remember, it came on after the finale. How did I miss this? I missed it. I missed it. That sucks for you. You really didn't I'm, do that your research that much. I'm now I'm like, wait a second. Did I not finish and just like that? No, yeah, I did. You, yeah, you 100 percent did. She okay. made out with that dude in the elevator. I drink too much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm literally like, I don't remember. Really? It was, like her, it was yeah, it was her no, it was her podcast dude. Or a radio oh, show, dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, okay. So she made out with him. But then they, they had the documentary, which I thought was even better than the show. Like, And when I say the amount of respect I have for Sarah Jessica Parker after yeah. watching that documentary, I was like, I get it. Like, I get the magic of SJP and I respect just how committed to, like, creating art and getting everything right, she is. Like, yes. she wants to do the best job she possibly can do yes. at everything she's doing. Like, she is the opposite of lazy. She is work hard and work smart. Like, she's, yeah. she's all of it. And you could see how, you could see so much how, just how much she cared. She cared. This whole documentary, it was like, wow, girl, you need to maybe just, like, have a drink. Like, life doesn't have to be this serious. It's, like, not... But, like, she cares so but much. I think, I think that that's also tracking the her caring so much. I think she's a perfectionist, which is, can be a great, beautiful thing. I mean, look at the way she looks. Her body is perfect. Her fashions are perfect. Like, her career, perfect. You know, she's really... But I think the problem with being a perfectionist is you, like put yourself in a prison of your own making because when you're perfect, you there's no room for error and yeah. humans are flawed. So I feel like that's why, and sometimes it backfires. Like I think of the case with Kim Cattrall because she's trying to be like, she's trying to, she's taking it very seriously and she's re really worried about it, like tarnishing her image. But the irony is being human and knocking along with people is real. What tarnishes an image is not being authentic. 100%. Yeah, I get that. But I also think that Sarah Jessica Parker isn't even when, because, okay, so she's the type of mean girl that like pretends like she's not the mean girl. Right. But I genuinely think that she's not, that, that she's, she doesn't think she's done anything wrong. Agreed. 100%. I think that she doesn't think that she, th I think she thought, well, me leaving this comment on Kim Cattrall's photo is nice. And I want to, I want her to feel yeah. like I want to show support. I think yep. that she feels like she's doing everything with good intentions, yep. but it's like, 
you need to just relax. You know, you know what I mean? You need a McDonald's yes. Coke, you so, know? So <laughs> there, I know you, do, I know you haven't watched Bev Hill's Housewives, but there is a fight going on between. So I've, I've heard about it because when I listen to the morning toast, they yes. recap Beverly Hills Housewives. So it feels like I've watched it. Okay. And the so, feud sounds insane. It's insane. But like but, people are saying the feud between Rena and Kathy, but for me, the feud is between Kyle and Kathy. Right. And it's a sister issue. But uh-huh. the thing was, and I won't like bore, like I won't bore everybody with like the details and recapping the fight, but like there was a scene between the two of them where they finally sat down and they were talking things through. And again, two things can be true. They both can be wrong. Like they yeah. both can like have hurt each other. But what yeah. I noticed was a difference. And listen, Kathy had her tail between her legs and she needed to because she really, she let it rip in Aspen. Right. But- the thing was, was that she was doing the thing like acknowledging Kyle's feelings and I am sorry and what I did was wrong. And then she was like, Kyle, I'm so proud of you. I know I'm your big sister. Like, I'm so proud of you. And Kyle started crying and they were hugging. But rather than Kyle being like, thank you so much for saying that, she was like, why don't you say that more? And it's like, she's saying it now. She's saying it now. And then also, then Kathy was like, well, my behavior was unacceptable, but like, you've been kind of teasing me about the way that I dress and I'm like getting really insecure about it. And so it hurt my feelings. And Kyle's reaction was, "No, you." You weren't upset. I hate people policing other people's feelings. Yeah. And she's like, you weren't upset. And then she even says in her confessional, Kathy's lying. She's not upset. She's the biggest teaser in the world. If she can dish it, she can take it. And then she was like, she's just using that as an excuse. It's like, no, I genuinely believe Kathy's feelings are hurt. So like, how about you say that wasn't my intention? But like, I hear you, Kathy. And I take note of that. Like, so for me, I'm like, well, Kathy could have said all the horrible things in the world, but at least she takes accountability. Totally. And for Kyle, I'm like, Kyle, you're kind of the problem because you're not letting Kathy like say these things and move on. Like, I, I think the reason they're in this like merry-go-round hamster wheel of fighting is because I think that Kyle, like, even when you give her the apology, she can't accept the apology. And I feel like right. Kyle feels like she's done nothing wrong. And those who think they've done nothing wrong are the problem. Yeah. Okay. Do I need to get back into like watching reality TV? I mean, it sounds juicy. This is the thing. And I guess, again, I can't remember what like I've like said on Patreon or like what I've like said on Instagram. But like um, I haven't watched reality TV in two and a half years. Yeah. I watched Vanderpump Rules to support and I will continue to watch it that's to support. So nice. But that's like it. And also, it, like at first it was because it was just like that hurts too much to watch. Like I I can't be in this, I can't be in this world anymore. But then it became about the fact that like, um, I'm a mom with only so much time on my hand. So like when I do have the time to watch something, it has to be something I'm like really into and, and something I, that I just feel like nourishes me. And like reality TV doesn't do that anymore it It feels like i'm just like it feels like i'm just like wasting my time on something vapid oh that's all i do is waste my time on the vapidness totally listen and listen i am vapid like i have vapid tendencies look at this podcast it's pop culture hour like it's the definition of vapid but like i just don't know if i can uh, do the reality tv which like might disappoint some listeners because they're gonna be like but i want to hear you talk about the housewives or blah, 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 blah. I'm like, I just don't think I have it in me to like commit to that life. I am so addicted to reality TV and it makes me like question my soul. So I actually, I co-sign you not watching it. It's okay. 
Okay. Um, like I can find plenty of other outlets to talk housewives, et cetera, with. And I actually like you, like Teddy, my wife, she like straight up uh, refuses to watch reality TV. And it's because she has a soul and, um, <laughs> and I admire that in her. So I say lean in. Okay, I'm going to. Will you to. come back to the dark side? I believe yes, but take your time in the land of grace and love and life. Yeah, let me let me just live here for a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. However, I do I do like the reference. So like if if you feel like at any time we're talking about something Thank where you. it makes sense to bring it Thank up. Thank you. Never feel like you can't bring it up. Thank you. You're so welcome. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. I will we'll find a way to like and this is the thing. And just like that's gonna be coming out again. So there's yeah. gonna be so much more to talk about. So much. I feel like that's gonna be a cornerstone of every time of we every one hundred percent. Yeah. Cause like absolutely. I'm thinking back on the season. I'm like, God, but wait, but there's this and I want to talk about I want to say this. I'm like, there's no time. There's no time. At least we got to the bottom of or ish to the SJP Kim Cattrall yes. feud yes. and that is that Kathy um is Jimmy. more team C- Cattrall yeah she is she, she is. is I think so but she 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 played it played it off well she politicked nicely yes yes okay next thing that I've been obsessed with that you're not like so obsessed with yeah um, the Royals, the Meghan Markle yes. of it all just like everything. I'm not going to go that deep into it. I've never RIP also queen. Queen I Elizabeth. Know. I mean, she lived a nice long, a life. wonderful life. What a beautiful fucking life and a beautiful yes. way to go. Like an incredible, the greatest story ever. Yes. Um, I had never really talked about Meghan Markle's interview on Oprah, which is so crazy. Cause you were like the only I'm, thing I could think about watching it. Yeah. And I'm like such a Meghan Markle fan. I know you're the reason I fucked with Meghan Markle. I yes. was just like, because I'm not into the royals, I just like wasn't into any of it. But through your beautiful blue eyes, I learned to love and appreciate the queen of queens, Meghan Markle. Yes. And I'm still going strong. Like yes. really? And I'm like, try, I'm, I'm, I am her fiercest defender. Yes. And uh, I, but that doesn't mean that I follow her blindly. Let me just say, she has made some mistakes, but everyone makes mistakes. Yes. That doesn't mean we should stop being a fan of theirs. You know what I mean? Agreed. Agreed. First of all, when they left the the royal family, I was like, good for you. Good for you. It's clearly not working for your, your family, your mental health, emotional health, all of that, whatever. Do what you need to do. I don't like without hurting people obviously right then so they moved to Canada then we heard that they were moving to LA and I was like great we're gonna be besties looking forward to it then they decided to move to Montecito and I'm like that's gonna be a little tougher for (laughs) me to handle but fine I'll make it work then time goes by and she does Oprah and um that was one of her first big mistakes shut up I'm dying to know what you think I think that just like with SJP and Kim Cattrall, people want to see authenticity. And I think it felt too planned. I feel like every story and the way that things were spoken about felt too neatly wrapped up in a little bow. Like to say that you were 
flipping through channels at home, which like no one does. Like no one, like we have apps to like Netflix. We have like Good ways, point. like we're, we're not, most of us aren't watching like live TV. Yeah, that's like a very like, she got a time machine thing yeah. to say. So to say that she was flipping through channels and saw that the Little Mermaid was on, which like, when has that ever been on? It's like locked in the vault. Like the, when is the last time the Disney, Disney vault locks that up there? She had in that yeah, vault. Yeah, so like when was that? Like huh. out and much less like on TV. She's like, I was flipping through and I saw I saw a Little Mermaid and I just realized like th- th- what we had in common. I don't remember exactly what her quote was. And she's like, I she was she lost her voice, you know, like for the person she loved, whatever. And I'm like, come on, you how many months ago did you think of that story while you were washing your hair in the shower? In Montecito like that right that 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 did not happen and what I want from people is honesty and authenticity and just one little thing like that is like what is the string that like unravels a whole story and so even though I believe everything Meghan Markle says like all of the claims that she made about what had happened to her, what people in the royal family had said to her and about her and about her children I believe all of that. But her mistake was saying the, a few things like that that made it just seem like you fuck, wrap this up in a fuck, fucking fuck, bow, fuck. which then makes you makes people question everything, everything else that she's saying. This is so interesting because so many people who I adore are like not into the Meghan Markle of it all. No, actually, everybody I know does not like Meghan Markle. Like, I feel like I, there are like three friends that I have that like her. Yeah. And I'm only a fan because you conditioned me and you brought me into your <laughs> Meghan Markle cult on tour. I yeah. had no option. You, you had me on a bus. I couldn't go anywhere. True. Yeah. <laughs> but this is interesting because I have been blindly supporting her. I did not know that that was a, an option. No, you are a lot. No, we don't blindly support anyone unless it's fair. you or me. Okay. Fair, 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 fair. <laughs> so no, we huh. still can recognize people's shortcomings that yes. like where they're like where they they might not be the best what their flaws are that uh-huh. that doesn't mean that that everything else is a lie you know well, like, no, we all sense. have flaws because the people are like she's just so fake she's so inauthentic and I'm like but I don't think she's lying and they're like I don't know I can't explain it and you just hit the no nail on the head yes and even it's now with her podcast stories yes that feel rehearsed pod- in practice. Yes, that's that what it is. People wanting more or questioning everything that she says. And I would say that, let's say, minus that Little Mermaid story she made up, flipping yeah. through the channels, 99.99999% of everything she says is true. Yeah. But that one little thing, that stupid little detail. It just makes it seem fake. Exactly. You know? And just yeah. like her, like, have you listened to her, her podcast on Spotify? I have not. So I have. And... Uh, I think that it's it could be more real. Do you know what I mean? We could get a little yes. more relatability. It doesn't yes. have to be so buttoned up and so it, it it just there's just a relatability that's that's missing and I don't think that it's like oh she's she's just like not authentic. I just think she won't let herself relax. Agreed. Well, her and SJP should have a glass of wine together. The, yeah, 100%. I, I think she just needs to relax a second. But like, how can you relax when the well, world that, is on your ass That's what I was 24-7? I have compassion for her because everything she does, if she looks left, she's lying. If she looks down, she's yeah. confused or whatever. I mean, she is so micro-picked apart. 
that it's like totally. I feel like she just needs to like get a really good therapist and like move into a space where it's like, like it kind of reminds me of Haley Bieber a little bit. She just did a podcast and she never does like yeah. interviews and stuff. Yeah. And I was listening to it and I was like, oh my God, she's so hype. And it's not that Haley wasn't being authentic. She was being actually totally truthful, but she was being so like, it was like, as she was saying it, she would like say something about Justin. It was like, um, what do you love about Justin? And she was like, you know, I love this. I love this. And I also just love it. He's like regular. And she was like, oh, okay. Well, I said it. Now someone's going to pull it, take it out of context and write a really mean story about it. So she's like, she must either like read a Reddit page about herself or she <laughs> must like read all of her comment section. But like, she is so, you can tell that she, even though she's being real, she's always thinking about the criticism that's going to come after the thing she says. And she's driving herself crazy. And I have compassion for it because yeah. it's like the trolls can make it go crazy. Trust me. I've been yeah. there. I've been there too. I know you have. <laughs> but like, I think in order to be a Meghan Markle or Haley Bieber married to Justin Bieber, you have to do a crash course and like not giving a fuck. Like giving a fuck in terms of like how you present yourself with like people IRL, but like you have to be able to disengage with like mm -hmm. the criticisms. And I'm going to say it. I'm now I'm going to get myself in big trouble of peons. Of what? Peons, little people. Oh, <laughs> I've like never heard that word. How do you spell it? I don't know, like ponies or peonies, but different. <laughs> I've never heard that word. I like thought you were going to say a bad word. And I'm like, what is it? I like leaned in <laughs> like, what is it? Peons. I've peons. never heard it. It's okay. like, it's very snobby. It's very royal. It's like, oh, we are royal and you're peons, little people. It's plebes, plebeians, Plebe plebeians. Okay. Yes. How have I never heard this? Like, that just like, it sounds very like, um, you know, period PC. Yeah. Like I should, I, I should know what that word is. I feel like this is such a word that you yeah. would love. Oh, I'm going to Google it right after, but <laughs> all right. You're going to fucking fact check me. <laughs> fact check, yeah. <laughs> Oh, but you know, I just like, and I'm not saying that everybody that comments on something is like a peon. I'm just saying, let's, let's like really take into consideration the people that are micromanaging or micro assessing Meghan Markle. It's like fucking Pierce Morgan. What a fucking piece yeah, of her. So it's like, you know, girl, like she just, it, it's like those who mind don't matter. And those who matter don't mind. True. brain just hurt trying to remember that yeah. one. I also think that um, being in the royal family, she was hardcore trained during totally. that time to not have, to not be relatable yeah. and to not be yourself. Like you, the royal family, like that's the opposite of what the, like it, their duty like calls for. And that's like the opposite of what they do. So like how after that, when you've been trained to like, to just like get it right, do you then just all of a sudden fucking relax yeah. And just like she probably doesn't even know who she is at this point anymore, which is something that I like struggle with sometimes. Yep. I'm like, who am I two yep. years later? Like, like what? Who am I? Like, yeah, I would imagine that she struggles with that all the time. Hardcore. She needs to be like deprogrammed. and It's not her fault. You know, I mean, we don't even get anything from Kate Middleton because she like can't. Yeah. Like she's so in it. Yeah. You know, at least Megan was able to escape and like fucking Harry, what a king. Yeah, no, He's 100%. No, he truly is. It's like full-blown bullshit that he is not going to be king. I mean, I don't believe in assassinating people, but like <laughs> there could be a way without murder <laughs> to get William out of, to get the people necessary yes. out of the way. 
you know, I know he's he's like really far down the list and now actually maybe not even on the list. It's like impossible. (laughs) But like what a world we could live in where like the stud that is Prince Harry just ruling an accepting king. He really is. I mean, and the fact like any man who like is stuck between his wife and his family. Not that I have any personal opinions on this matter, (laughs) but that he sees that like when you are married and you have a family, like. You have to That's, treat that family as your priority. As you can still love your family, but like if, yeah. and, and he like, he left royalty to yeah. be a good husband. He is, he's the best. Truly. What do you think about the fact that now everybody's saying that um, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle have gone to their Netflix, gone back to Netflix and gone to their publishers and been like, we have to hardcore like edit things out right now. You know, like given what they said about the queen in the Oprah interview, I feel like they're pretty good at saying things delicately. Um, So it makes me go like, ooh, well, did they decide to like really open up Pandora's box with that one? Um, And was like the Oprah stuff kind of like they were just like walking on eggshells around the issue. I don't know. I I feel like I feel like it has to be like stuff about Charles and Camilla. And now that oh, Charles is king, they're like, oh, fuck. Maybe we should take that out so that we don't get into like major, major shit. I didn't think about that. That actually makes more sense. I thought they thought like what they said about the queen would be like distasteful. With no, her I think no they love the queen. Earth. I think that yeah. they love the queen. I think they adored the queen. I think that like that. No. And like, it's like just no. The queen, not not the problem. I think that now that e. Prince Charles is King when Charles. Is Prince Andrew going to jail is yeah, my 100%. question. Yeah, 100%. Can we stop picking <laughs> Meghan Par- Markle apart? Can we right? give them a, give her a fucking break and start picking apart the little creature that yes. is Prince Andrew? Like, yes. give me a break. Like, this is, it's insane. It's insane. 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 And also, what what is the royal family? I mean, I know it's their family. Like, I'm like such a monster. I'm like, fuck family. But it's like, so what if he's the king? He's still the big-eared fucking penis that he's always been. And he has no power. Yeah. They're a prime minister. It's a fake job. They're playing I, pretend. I don't mind them playing p- pretend, though. Like, I'm, like, like I'm so into it. Like, play <laughs> pretend all you want. Like, I, I don't mind. I love it. I never want it to go away. Okay. So I had a lot more thing. I had many, we had, you and I discussed the things that we were going to talk about and we had many things on our list, but because we're going just so in depth in uh, everything, I feel like we're just going to narrow it down to the last, just a final topic Yes. so that this podcast isn't five hours long. And that (laughs) is the topic of TikTok and the topic of Gen Z and Gen Z versus millennials and all the feelings on that because TikTok like exploded during COVID during 2020 and I never really got to say anything about it and I became very into TikTok during COVID like pre-COVID like my agents blow everybody at the time was like, you need to join TikTok. You need to do this. And like, I looked at it and I was like, I'm not fucking doing dances and hopping Same. into hopping into my makeup. Like, like it's just like, not, I, I'm, why would anyone want to see me do that anyway? Like, no. But then during COVID, I realized TikTok. I know is a wealth 
of just so much information, so much inspiration, so much advice, so much news. It's so much entertainment, so much entertainment, anything that you want to watch. There is a journey for you. Like, yeah. I, like when I first started TikTok, it was all about like pregnancy things, like being pregnant and baking things, because that's that was yeah, my hobby. I remember and the baking holiday, like holiday de- de- like decorations, holiday baking. So like that was like my whole TikTok journey, and it has slowly just morphed over time into different things. And sometimes I'll wake up and I'm I'll be like, this TikTok journey isn't for me. I don't know why the algorithm is just like fucking up and thinks that I want to see this today. Like I don't. Like I, not my, not my shit, but for the most part, TikTok always gets it right. And, uh, um, also that what came from TikTok is the whole like explosion of Gen Z where I'm like, wait, hold on. Did you guys just become born? Because why is Gen Z just like all of the sudden popping up? Yeah. Like when did that, how is it that they all like turned 18? Like what? I think so. And I think it's that they all, I think that they had a vehicle and it was TikTok. I feel like what Facebook feels like to me, I can't speak for our entire generation, but kind of what Facebook feels like to us, I think that Instagram kind of feels like to them. So it was like this new cool platform yeah. for them just to like be themselves with their middle parts. And I um, I am so, I'm kicking myself. I, I, my agent was like, Taylor, this thing's going to be huge. You have to get on it. You will be rewarded for being the first. And I was like, uh-huh. and yeah. I... Like my very first TikTok, if you, because I, I have a TikTok, <laughs> I had to do it. So my agent got me a partnership with like Bustle and TikTok. So I got paid to like do like a commercial for the holidays. Oh, I it, think I remember this. And part of my contract was that I had to post at least one of my own TikToks. I was doing it when I was at the airport going to meet you on tour. Yeah, I remember. I have never been more challenged in my entire life trying to figure out how to use something. Like it was so hard to figure out how oh, to no. make one. It takes so long. Like even now, like I prefer to Ugh. be like a spectator and observer on TikTok, yes. but I realize that like I I, sh- I should be putting out TikTok content. And, and sometimes I do if I'm like, oh, I like this, or this is something that I want to put out there. But for the most part, I'm lazy because also it takes so much effort. Like how do people just like, know how to easily make TikToks. Like people who post like 10 TikTok TikToks a day. I'm like, you, do you sleep? Do you have other hobbies? Do you have loved ones? Do you eat? Do you sip water? Like, do you go to the bathroom? When do you have the time to make all this? Cause it's like, it's solving a Rubik's cube. I've never tried to do that. So maybe, I don't know. Maybe that's not (laughs) the best way. It's like solving like a hardcore math equation. Well, when I was on Hannah's bachelorette party, we did our salami squad. That's what came out of a TikTok we did where she threw salami at us and mine hit my tits and then fell on the ground. I wouldn't have allowed that to happen. It was the best. Lo tried to get me to do the like throw the tortilla thing, like me and Bo with the water in your mouth. And I was like, no, I will not. I will not degrade myself. (laughs) Absolutely not. And I would not let someone throw food at me. I don't care how much I love that person. I loved it. And I love the outcome so much. I mean... Hannah's great at TikToks. Paige DeSorbo's great at TikTok. Claudia, don't even get me started. Yeah. Like, I I literally can barely put a story up a day on Instagram. Like, 
I, I no, it takes but, you so long to fucking put your stupid you've witnessed stories it. up. It's so First annoying. Day. No, it's like so irritating because you're missing out on life. Like you're missing out on quality time. I'm and it's, and it's and you overthink it way too much I that it's know. like it's not that serious. It's not that deep. <laughs> Fuck. So I mean, I'm not only do not know how to make TikToks, and I have luckily the girl who runs my social, Andrea Lopez comedy, she's hilarious. She's great at TikTok. She has now been like putting like show stuff up there. So I do have one. Follow me at Taylor Strecker. <laughs> but I not only do I not really know how to do it, I don't, I don't even really watch it. Cause I when I'd like feel like I'm not good at something, watching it like stresses me out. Oh, that actually makes a lot of sense. That so I'm not even I, like on it at all. Oh, okay. But okay. Is there something that like you're interested in that you would like to learn more about? Well, it I could be did... anything in the world. Like, okay, look, it could be um, home design, like uh, interior design. Do you know how many amazing interior design inspo yes. TikToks there are that I'm just like, oh my God, like this is incredible. Like things that you're interested in that like it doesn't have to be the the TikTok the way that you know it. it the dancing it, and stuff like and, that. And the the trend, like there's there's just so much. And then therefore, if you were watching that side of TikTok, um, like style inspiration and, and things like that, like you wouldn't feel like, oh, I'm not I'm not good at this, so I don't want to watch it. It's it's different because you're learning something and you're right. getting like inspiration and ideas. I did. I had a co-host on the Taylor Strecker show that was like, I want to talk about Bama Rush on TikTok. Oh, I heard about that. I didn't so follow. I, I, did, I, so I never saw a TikTok video about it, but I, I heard about this. Okay. I So so now my algorithm is like sorority girls. <laughs> you can change that easily. though. Like, I need you to. just need to spend I a little time. To. You need to spend a little time and, and you'll be able to shift that. I'm sorry that that happened to I'm, you. When I'm out there, will you teach me? Yeah, I would love to. Okay. That would actually be really fun for us to just like shift your algorithm. Yes, please. Please and thank you. Um, but now, so like with TikTok, so Gen Z runs TikTok. Yes. Um, I don't understand where the hate for Gen Z is actually because like I kind of like them. Yeah. I feel like... Well, in terms of like their style, I love that like anything goes like they don't have a style. They like don't have one. So yeah. it doesn't feel like we're like having to keep up with trends because I'm like, none of your shit makes sense. If you dropped me like somebody in this in like the middle of L.A., like who hadn't been here before, they wouldn't be able to figure out like what time period we're in. Like they Literally. wouldn't know what's going on. So yeah. like there's nothing that I feel like I have to follow, which I think is so freeing because I feel like. Cool. I don't need to follow trends. I don't need to buy a tiny little fucking purse that doesn't even fit my fucking iPhone. <laughs> I can just like work on my own style and buy things that like I really like and wear what I like because anything goes anyway. You my know, the only thing with Gen Z and listen, I feel like maybe it's age. Maybe. I mean, I am an elder millennial for sure, but like I feel like because my job that I got was so like adult out of college, I was working with like a lot of Gen Xers. So mm -hmm. I kind of can see their sensibilities. And I watched so many Gen Xers refuse to accept millennials. And like millennials was like, 
like uh, people would eye roll about the millennial generation. I know. I rem- I know. I was like embarrassed to be a millennial, and now Same. I'm just like, oh my god, that that embarrassment is is left the building. Weird. But like when Gen Xers were like, and I was a part of those conversations, and they were like dogging on millennials. I decided to pivot and be like, honestly, I think I want to lean into these kids because I think they know what's up and what's up and what's cool. And I want to suck their young souls. Exactly. Just Bette Midler that shit. You got it. And it benefited me. So now I'm like, yes, of course, when someone's like, I don't like that your hair's off to the side. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. And then like, we don't like this emoji. I was like, that's my favorite. Yeah, I know. The laughing emoji is and like will always just be the most efficient emoji. So like I'm not giving it up. Like it, and, it, it shows you what I'm what I'm feeling right now. Like when then, I like, use it. Chuggy, like I, that. I don't want to be that. And they so they definitely Gen Z has done things that makes me feel like I don't like it. It's not cute. You like respect your elders. However, I'm with you. Like I want to lean more into them. Yeah. Then fight them. Yes, I definitely want to lean more in than fight. Yeah, there are a few things that they're just like, you can't do this. Side part, no. So I had a middle part this morning. And then when I realized we were talking about Gen Z, I was like, I need to switch that shit up because I need to represent our people. Yes. And even this when I was- my attempt at a middle part. That's I was not, trying, that's kids. A, that's, a, that's a side part, Taylor. <laughs> that is a side part. Oops. Just like, that's not, a, if you're going to- I'm like- You really think- I'm like, if, if, if you know- if people get to be like TikTok's big sister, then I get to be TikTok's grandma. Okay. <laughs> Everyone loves a grandma. I know, right? She really lean into that brand. Yeah, you really should. Okay, I'm here for that. Then. You heard it here first. Okay, wait. They say the side parts, it's not, the side part will never go away. And I see lots of hip Gen Zers. Kylie Jenner just did a yeah. side part and looked fucking fantastic the other day i chose to do a side part on my wedding day to make a point to make that it is timeless a part in your hair you can't change you can't not everyone's face shape looks good with the same fucking yes part just like gen z was saying that blonde being blonde was chuggy and i'm like but some people just look better blonde so like how can you just actually have blonde hair or some people yes have blonde hair so like how can you say that over the knee boots don't wait don't don't do that to me that's a no now that was the moment that that was the moment that it was like the Stuart white whitesman suede like standard classic over the knee boots when i saw that they were saying that that was chuggy i'm like You guys, I'm trying really hard to love you, and yeah, I'm right. and I do like, but like you're you're yeah, you're you're scratching at me, and yeah. I'm gonna need you to leave the over the knee boots alone. Yes. Now yes. they're like fine. It's like they heard me. They're like over the knee boots are fine, but they have to have this like big fucking wide platform circular like at the toe like you know these like combat e like kind of and i'm like but that but that's just not me that's not me that's not like elegant i'm i'm not going hiking through the mud searching for sea creatures like that just it just i'm it's not my vibe it's not my aesthetic so i but i think that if gen z is all about 
personal individuality and like wearing what you want to wear, saying what you want to say, being who you are, which is literally what Next Level Basic is about. So like, listen up, Gen Zers. I wrote the book first. Literally. Liking what you like and wearing what you want to wear and being who you want to be because it's who you are to be happy and being loud and proud about it. I wrote that book. Okay. So let me have my fucking over the knee boots and my side parts and... uh, I'm going to wear what makes me feel good about myself. Like you guys say we should. Yeah. And also, I just feel like I just want Gen Z to know that it's like really like been so done to death that the young generation dogs on the generation before. So like it's not unique. It's not unique. You're not not you're not special with the with the (laughs) like glittering emojis next to it. It's not special. No, like that's it's literally it's the circle of life. Yeah. Like if you want to be a generation that really makes a difference, then. You should love lean. You should lean into the millennial Respect vibes. your fucking elders. Yeah. Even love a boomer. I love boomers. Same. It's my parents' generation. Yeah. So same. I can't wait till the day that Gen Z's like, oh my God, we were so young and so silly and so foolish. Millennials are great. Gen X is great. Boomers are great. I think I'm yeah. mishing together generations, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, 100%. Um, so Yeah. That's how I feel about Gen Z. I love them, embrace them, but don't come at me for yeah for my hair, yeah, or the, the for the things I love. But you will dye your hair in a color that they accept. <laughs> I did, <laughs> I did, didn't I? <laughs> you did. <laughs> okay. Well, I've been influenced. I've been influenced. <laughs> okay. Anything else that you want to say? We want to get into, I mean, this was a long episode, um, or I guess it wasn't that long. There was like time. No, it was long. Yeah, I think so. Anyway, I'm so, um, let me just say, I realize that I haven't said this on a previous podcast. If you want to watch this episode, you can watch it on Patreon. You go to patreon.com slash Stassi, where you can also listen and watch my other podcast, The Good, The Bad, The Baby that I have with Bo. Um, that's uh, that's more personal, I guess you could say. Um, there's that. Uh, anything else I'm I'm leaving out? Writing some reviews. Oh, yeah. If you guys could write some reviews. I guess those are very helpful. Yeah. So I, I always say this. After every episode of Taste of Taylor, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Please rate. All of the three. Review and subscribe. But do you think that even when you say that, just like after every episode, people are like, okay, yeah, I'm going to go do that. I'm going to yeah, get on it. Dear Media literally says to me, what do you do that you get so many people to rate and review and subscribe? Oh. I said, I say rate, review and subscribe. Nicely. Please and thank her. Oh, yeah. And no, uh, so, thank yeah. you. Like, it, it would be very helpful for me if you guys rated, reviewed, and I always subscribed. say this. It's like if you're at a restaurant, you love your waitress. If you're at a bar and you love your bartender. If you're at a fucking coffee shop and you get a nice barista, you give a tip. Rating, reviewing, subscribing, that's our tip. Okay. Yeah. I love that. I'm going to just like steal that from you. And I'm going to start saying that. Yes. Also, the table behind you before I let yes. you go. Yes. Yes. Is a gorgeous. Oh, I forget that you haven't been here. No. So like I'm looking at the shade of the wood and yeah. I'm looking at the what what would you call that? The stem with the leg? Like the the, the, the yeah, tr- what's the, it called? The pedestal what, or the, whatever. Whatever. And it looks like um ironwork from the French Quarter. It and is. I need that word. I need this table. My no, landlord I fuck- he 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 like decorated this place to the fucking gods. 
And this was like, I mean, this is like, it's not a table you can buy. He had it like, like custom, custom made. Yeah. I, and I'm, it's like attached to the island in the kitchen. We need, I need to make a custom table. That can't be that expensive. You just like get some beautiful ironwork thing. That can't be that expensive. That's probably cheaper than buying a nice dining room I'll table. I'll put you in touch with my guy. He's obsessed no, please, with No, please, because like I've just been yeah. staring at it and I'm like, I love it so much. It's good, it's, right? It's the perfect blend of like the feminine and masculine, which He's, is like something that I've, that that's like a big thing in our house. Like yep. things that are interesting and like old world feeling that have character, but are both feminine and masculine at the same time. And I just fucking am obsessed with it. Wait until you like get your ass on a plane and come visit me. I know. I know. I'm, d- I'm due for that. I, and trust me, like I feel badly about it all the time because I just make you and Teddy come visit us. But that is Facts. literally because I have a baby. I if know. we, if we didn't have a baby, I would have been out there. Bo and I would have been out there so many times. It is because of the bebe. It's, it's hard to just be like, okay, we're going to take off for five days and I leave the bebe in the hands of somebody else. Like even her grandmother. It's just, it's difficult. That's why it's just easier. But I am well, dying to when come. When Harper goes to college and you guys come to New York finally, um, <laughs> you can see our place. I think that we should plan something, I guess, a little before or after your 40th birthday trip. And okay. I think it would be really fun if me and Bo came out there. You and Teddy can still do your trip. Okay. But like we came out before or after to celebrate your 40th birthday. And that is such okay. a big deal that it would Yay. make... It would make me feel okay about leaving Hartford at home. Do you know okay, what I mean? Let's do it. Also, stop fucking saying my age. You said it first. <laughs> so there's that. I coughed it. <laughs> okay. Everyone, <laughs> go follow Taylor Strecker at Instagram, at Taylor Strecker on Instagram. She needs yep. all the follows. All of them. <laughs> and um, you Honestly, can listen. Honestly, it's my 40th birthday. If I break 100, please. Yeah. Otherwise, I quit. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something, though. Instagram, I haven't gotten and something's going on. Like, I haven't gotten like Brutal. any fo- new followers in like months. It's like I'm always like on a steady like uphill thing. And like, there's just been something where I'm like, weird. It's like plateau. I blame Zuck. Zuck's up to something. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And also go listen to her podcast, Taste of Taylor. And if you want even more um, content, you can join her Patreon. So that's Mm -hmm. patreon.com slash... The Taylor Strecker Show. The Taylor Strecker Show. Uh, She does daily shows because she works harder, not smarter. (laughs) So accurate. I love you so much. This was so much much fucking fun. fun. And I like don't want to wait another month to do this. So like I'm going to start thinking on how to do this more with you. Okay. Well, we can figure something out. I'm a Valleys for you. I'm a Valleys for you. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye, guys. Bye.